0: Hello and welcome to another season of mountain biking with the Wisconsin Interscholastic Cycling League. I'm your host John Yeager and I'll be interviewing and talking to the people in the league that make these races happen. This podcast is brought to you by Point Forward Physical Therapy. Moving you in the right direction where we maximize your performance in life and in sport. Hello and welcome to the podcast. And thanks so much for joining us today. Again, we have Angela Brooks. She's like an all-star always. But Angela's Hi. back with us today to talk about last week, this week, and upcoming weeks. So we did cable, and we all came out of it in one piece. Yes, what we did. Your, what are what were your thoughts on it?
1: I I thought it was I thought it was really awesome. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, we beat the heat for the most part, which was great. But I think what I really loved about the weekend was how many people were there at the beginning. Like it was almost overwhelming. It was so many people just lining up the starts and the finish and all in the the woods and everything. And just cheering on all of our athletes. It was, the spirits were so high and like the energy was just buzzing. It was amazing. I loved that. It made me so happy.
0: I, yeah i really think and i was going to come to this a little bit later but i really think flipping that schedule was really an advantageous to that where we got to really showcase the varsity riders and the some of the higher functioning riders or race level what anyway and uh yeah like you said there was just people everywhere all day it was so fun
1: and and i just kept hearing the younger kids during because i well, you and I got to ride around a little bit during a lot of these older kid races. And I just kept kept hearing the younger kids going, whoa, check that out. That was awesome. Or, wow, look how fast. And that's really cool because I think in the past when I've been at the races, a lot of those kids are gone by the time the varsity mm-hmm. and older kids race. So they got to see something that was a little
0: different and super inspirational in my mind. Yeah. I and I, what did you do? You have any comments on the trails? Because I know we had a lot of feedback on the trails from the athletes, which was, I think, just I can't think of one negative comment that we got. Just they loved that trail system and it was, it was so flowy and so fun and so fast feeling anyway. It was the
1: only negative comments that I got were that start was horrible. (laughs) <laughs> Everything else was amazing. Holy smokes. I didn't expect those little rock drops. I had one one of my old athletes tell me, oh, what? well, I shouldn't actually say it. And he says, <laughs> he's like, it's not very Nika friendly. And I'm like, what? You guys are all doing it just fine. <laughs> yeah, and and later, later, he's like, that was the coolest thing. And that's what was really awesome is you and I were standing there watching kids on these on these somewhat challenging rock gardens, I mean, the kids navigated it so well. They And and the smiles, man, the smiles on their faces were just, you know, there was a little bit of like, ah. And then when they're done, they're just so proud,
0: so proud yeah. of themselves. Yeah, I think, was that your favorite part of the weekend, Angela, was the rock garden? As we stood there and watched these kids fly through and realized, yes, I can actually do this.
1: Yes, it, it was. It's always so gratifying to me to watch people overcome their fears. And the kids during the pre ride, I watched a lot of kids do those sections as well. And all of them at first are like, "Oh!" And then as they continue, you know, their eyes are wide and their mouth is open. They're like, "I don't know if I can do it." And then as they continue through it, the the grin grows. Their confidence—you can see it. It's like almost palpable,
0: you know, mm-hmm. watching
1: their confidence grow as they're navigating these, this terrain. And, you know, for you and I, that, that wasn't a tech, I mean, it was technical, but it wasn't a hard section, but mm-hmm. for some of these little kids, holy smokes, they just navigated through the biggest rock garden ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, holy smokes, they did it. So yeah, that was definitely part of, that was definitely my favorite part, just watching the kids, get through that, enjoy
0: it and their confidence grow. Did you have anything else that stuck out to you through the weekend that you thought was really unique? Um, um let's see.
1: I enjoyed, you know what I yes. So I was nervous when we first got there. We were trying to sort out start and the finish and what's the best way for us to do this. But I really enjoyed having the start and the finish right by each other, which we've done that before, but having the the kids exit right in the middle. And so they've got fans in between them on each side of them, like there's fans everywhere cheering them on. And I thought that was really cool because they were just surrounded by their family, their friends and the spectators from all directions. And I, I thought that was pretty neat. I'd love to be able to figure out a way to replicate that. I'm not sure we can, but will it we can expect
0: it again next year perfect and we will be back there next year correct yes yes we will awesome all right so we had a lot of things going on in addition to the race at at this venue can you speak to that because we had we had grit we had Team trail core we had games we had a lot of stuff going is that something you you think we're going to see again at Manuka? Or is that an ongoing thing? It
1: is. Our goal this year is to create an event weekend rather than a race weekend. This is a destination, an event for all all athletes, all levels of athletes, because we found that not all kids want to race. Um, some of the kids come for the social aspect of the event weekend. Some of the kids come to race some of the kids come to explore the trails or surrounding areas some just come to camp and so we're trying to embrace this whole event feel of it so we had our grit um tie-dye and that was happening between two and five so the girls got to do their ride early which is very typical we've been doing that since oh I think 27 2017 I think might have been the first year or 2018 and so we've continued to do this grit ride, but before we were always mashing it up really early, the, the, um, project that we were doing. So now it's in the middle of the day, the girls get a little more, a little bit more time to get to know each other without feeling rushed to go on the ride right away. Um, we had teen trail Corps there and Mike got, he collaborated with Canva and some of the local trail stewards and got, um, Some of the people out on the trail to see areas of interest on the trail, that and then talked about different aspects of trained teen trail corps. And then Joe, he had his games, and the kids loved the games. It's been amazing to watch adventure grow. But he didn't just have the games; he had that whole adventure uh, trail ride planned for the weekend. So we encountered people who did it on Saturday. There were people who did it later Sunday and then Monday I was still there camping and there were still dozens and dozens of kids and families there doing the adventure ride with Joe. So that was really, to me, that was incredible because we made this a destination weekend, an event weekend, and that's exactly what we had. We had food, camping, events, holy smokes, lots of shopping. (laughs) That's specialized stuff man, I knew it would go, but I did not expect it to go that fast. That was amazing. I, I really enjoyed watching that as well. So yeah, that's what we can expect in future, not, maybe not the specialized. It will come back again at another race, but we can certainly expect the adventure, teen trail core, uh, grit, and all these activities at future races
0: that's i mean it's really cool how it's evolving from just the races into so much more and it's so much it includes so much more it's allowing more people to participate and it's just wonderful that way so let's move on to this we're gonna just talk a little bit about the race itself this next weekend because we're going into a split race where we're only going to have half the league there tell me about the terrain that the kids are going to see in Manuka and how that's gonna be different from Lowes Creek or is it gonna be different?
1: Well, it's different because it's a different trail system, right, and if it rains between next week, cause it's not gonna rain at Manuka this year, no way Jose, it's gonna be awesome this weekend. So um, Lowes Creek is a lot of people who have ridden there before we know is fast and fairly flat. Whereas Manuka has some terrain changes, it has some hills, it has some um, climbs, big climbs, descents. But I'm really excited too because we are going to do something a little different for our JV3 and varsity riders at Manuka. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything right now. You're going to have to wait for the pre-ride, but. Um, For the most part, Manuka is also fast and flowy. And I've heard that some of people's favorite section is that last part um, in like the prairie where it's Uh kind of, it's all swoopy and there's berms, but they're really deeply rutted berms, but you can fly through that area. So the kids that are new can expect some really exciting, fun woods areas and then prairie areas that are just windy fast and and cool so similar to telemark in the sense that it's fast but also there's technical stuff there and that first hill climb is a challenge
0: yeah that is really that's not to be underestimated that first hill is real
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but there will be tons of people all along that hill cheering you on so you're gonna be really oh, excited for
0: sure to that and it's hill that's the thing you can't it's it's going to be the rock garden you know like you, you see that one with that hill every year the kids are exhausted coming up it yeah. but then they realize what they've actually accomplished and it, it it's really cool yes. so awesome so let's talk about volunteer opportunities what's available
1: uh well our normal things like parking um camping early right figuring out where people are going to camp and then we always need people who help with um, course, more like crossing guards. Most of you who are listening right now may have experienced last weekend the tape that was in the way of you getting across the course, but it is there intentionally. So we don't want people to get injured by riders. And there were a couple of close calls last weekend. So what I'm hoping that we can do this weekend is find areas that are appropriate for our pedestrians or our spectators to cross safely. And then we will need people to monitor those areas specifically. And I remember uh, last year at Manuka, right between the finish and the lap, there was an area that we designated for crossing so that you could get to the other side out of the infield to the other side of the course. So that's one area that we will definitely need volunteers. It's a safety thing. We want the riders and our pedestrians to be safe. And then there may be one or two other places out on the course where we will want people to stand and observe, but these will be very interesting places where volunteers can be because they're going to see some really cool action. So those are it. And then parking. We always need people to help with parking, especially at Manuka because we're parking up the hill, we're parking in the grass, we're parking all over the place. Um, so parking volunteers, please.
0: And of course, I'm going to plug the, the need for course setters. Oh, yes, please do. <laughs> and, and course, course tear down. That was a big thing this last week. We didn't have enough to have, to tear down. I mean, we ultimately did find them and i i wish i could remember the name of the student athletes that joined us at the end there they were i had immensely some from yeah yes, thanks it, they, were a great, they were great they were great so um but yeah that that's another thing when we get that course up we have to take it down too so um yes. yeah and then one other thing i wanted to mention about manuka is and i don't know what the course is going to look like this year But it is probably one of the best spectating courses, I feel, that's out there. You can get up, once you get up on top of that hill, there's a couple spots you can get to where you'll see your athlete go by three, four times in the course of just a few hundred yards. You can get there, and and that's one of my favorites. We'll see if that's how the the course lays out again this year, but it is a wonderful place that way. Um, Yes. Okay, any concerns you want to address, uh, either in Manuka or coming up for the season?
1: Concerns? No, I, I just hope, I don't even want to say it. The weather is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing for the whole rest of the season. Um, and no, you know what, I tend to not worry about things until i have to worry about things so i don't have any concerns because it's going to be awesome
0: <laughs> awesome because last year i think we talked about building a boat and collecting animals while we were down oh, there
1: God. <laughs>
0: I'm, the mud was absolutely unbelievable so we're gonna just but have I a beautiful weekend
1: yeah the kids it's kids did be beautiful. notice; they did
0: great but they had so much okay. fun. staging times and race times where can people find that angela So this
1: is very important because there are going to be some changes in staging times this week um, and moving forward. So the event guide is very important to look at every week. It is a live document, and I want people, we want people to be looking at that and referencing it frequently. An exciting thing, though, is for those of you who weren't at Telemark last weekend and didn't see it, we have TV screens now, TV screens with live scrolling results. And so before the race and on Saturday, on one of the screens, I'll have the course map. And on the other screen, I'll have the wave schedule so that you can take pictures of it with your phone, because that's what everybody was asking for, wave schedule and course map. So look for those in the event guide and look for the changes that will apply to your athletes and then look for it on the televisions near um, that'll be near the registration so that you can take a picture of it.
0: Yep. And that's going to be key because we tend to overwhelm cell towers wherever we travel with our people. So yes, we do. yeah, do get that picture because once we get to Sunday and the really, we blow, pardon me, we roll that crowd in, it can get a little sticky on the Wi-Fi and internet front. So, yeah, okay. Anything else we should throw out there before we wrap it up?
1: Uh, holy smokes. Um, I keep saying holy smokes. Wow. It's like, I'm a a redundant. Anyway, I can't believe that it's already like four days away, five days away. Like it came up so quickly for me. I just got home yesterday and already it's race weekend. It seems like, (laughs) well, it's four days away for me. But by the time people listen to this, it might be tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Week two. I'm excited. Me too. All right. Oh, thanks everyone hey. for Oh. No. Oh. I totally forgot to mention
1: Grit, the activities this weekend. For those of you who want to participate in Grit, it's neon and crazy socks and Heather said that she's doing a fun activity that she is calling a collaborative inspirational collage. So, be ready in your neon and crazy socks. And that's not just for Grit girls. Anybody who wants to support Grit can wear neon and crazy socks.
0: All right. There we go. (laughs) Thank you. Sorry. All right. No worries. All right. Thanks so much, Angela. We'll talk to you next time. Oh, thank you. Thanks again for listening. We wish luck to all the racers on the course this weekend. We'll see you on the trails.